grace, mercy, and peace is yours today from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The sermon today is based on a gospel text, especially the first two verses. And as Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Thus far, our gospel text. We have a natural admiration of the things around us. If I were a disciple before the destruction of the temple in the year 70, I too would be impressed. I'd be impressed with the magnificence of that structure. It it must have been immense. I too admire and I am impressed with this church building. The The sun that shines through these stained glass windows is striking. But creation started with nature. There is much to marvel at in this world. The magnificence of the mountains and their color and their sheer magnitude in different parts of the world is absolutely breathtaking. The ocean on the beach At the ocean side, you hear a roar of power that can be downright frightening sometimes. Canyons and gorges in all parts of the world display a wondrous mass of of colors and detail. The creation of God, shaped by a flood of God. You don't even have to go too far to admire God's creation. A leaf fell on our porch not too long ago that had four colors in it. Green, yellow, red, and then that rusty brown color. All in one leaf. The river that divides Ohio and West Virginia is so vast and so strong it has carried resources and people and goods for centuries. Look up at the sky when the sun is going down. I marvel at the stars at night. I am thoroughly impressed watching even the elegant design of the deer and the rabbits in our neighborhood and all the birds of the air. Think about all of whom God designed to live, to eat, and to multiply, all on their own. It's striking how God has revealed himself in our creation. He or she who does not see this is not blind. They've just turned their backs. God's creation is stunning. And there is a certain amount of admiration that is due to man's creation. Like the temple in our gospel today. Like our house of worship. We marvel of these creations of old and new all around us. 
the art, the engineering that goes into it, the massive bridges that span the vast river, the massive structure of the power stations that utilize the river. The first time I saw one, I stopped and grabbed my camera. The original DuPont factory is bigger than most towns and villages in the state of Nebraska. It's a small city. We marvel the creation of men around us. Big trucks, fast cars, shiny motorcycles. We marvel the creation of mankind and the entire nation, the equipment of our armed forces, the guns, the missiles, the jets, massive Navy ships. I am thoroughly impressed with what mankind can create. We have spaceships with first-stage rockets that can now land themselves. We have a space station and satellites in orbit with humans on them. And this you can even see at night. Even right now as we speak, there's a robot on Mars scooping up samples to bring back. The creations of mankind. Impressive? Absolutely. Amazing? Certainly. But the admiration first belongs to God. The gifts that God has given to man to create these things, the gifts that he's given in the minds and hearts of mankind, intelligence, reasoning, creativity. But where we fail, and where Jesus warns us today, where we get into serious trouble, is when our admiration turns away from the Creator and turns to some other people. This time of the church year, we learn the end is inevitable. The end is near. And who will save you? All that man has made will be thrown down, every stone upon another, thrown down, unrecognizable. A person is not even able to save his own creation of what he builds or designs. When the end comes, we cannot even save ourselves. We admire people at times that create. And it's not that these people wouldn't want to save you. Some do. Some don't. The fact is that people that we admire are simply not able to save you. The end is near. We ask then with the disciples, what is the sign of the end times? How will we know it? Will we recognize it? But especially, when will this happen? Jesus in our gospel today does not say when. For the birth pains have already begun. Instead, today, Jesus warns you to, to redirect your admiration away from wonderful stones, away from wonderful buildings, 
and away from some people who may seem wonderful. Jesus says, see that no one leads you astray. The birth pains have begun. Wars and rumors of wars, nations rising against nation, kingdoms rising against kingdom, earthquakes, natural disasters. This president will save us. The last president could be saving us. We have to be honest with ourselves. We are sometimes led astray on the wrong path of admiration. But we also, we also have an admiration of people that are closer to us, more personal. Maybe it's an old mentor or boss or your old football coach or an old teacher. Maybe it's pastors. Maybe it's people you admire in your very own family. Jesus gives us a simple warning today, and Jesus speaks in love to us regarding these things. And sometimes the love that we need is not the easiest to hear. Jesus says, be on your guard. You will even be hated by family members for Jesus Christ's namesake. You'll be brought to trial over your admiration of Christ. You'll be delivered to death. Because the Holy Spirit that's in you bears witness to the gospel. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child. And children will rise against parents and have them put to death. Family, though, turn against you? If it means to them saving themselves for a little while, yes, it's possible. And it's enormously sad. It's troubling. But Jesus would not lie to you about this. He's certainly not leading you astray. For anyone who is an enemy of God is a friend of Satan. But there are others and families and in our church who we admire. There are many we admire who are in heaven. I think of my grandma and grandpa. All those saints would say to you, don't admire me, admire him. The first and foremost admiration of all nations of peoples belongs to the subject of the gospel. Admire the divine man who is the good news. He who is to be truly and deeply admired is Jesus Christ, whom we proclaim, as our gospel says, by the Holy Spirit who speaks through us. And Jesus knows he was delivered by his own people to death. Delivered by his own people who turned their admiration elsewhere. Killed by his own family on earth. Killed by his own creation who had driven steel through his hands and feet. But Jesus Christ, whom we admire, he saw this as very necessary. He knew, he shared, and he acted upon the will of God to die in your place. 
When your sins were forgiven, the very earth shook. The destruction of the temple began. The curtain was torn in two. And about 40 years later, there was not one stone left upon another. And the prophets of old were raised from their tombs. Justice had been served for them. And justice had been served for you. The end had begun. And the end is near. For me, for you, we simply don't know. It could be next year. It could be tomorrow. We learn from all the destruction that surrounds us that we simply don't know when. For all of us, the last day could be in a few minutes or a few centuries. But Jesus says, do not be alarmed. I implore you, my friends, marvel the creation of God. Marvel and admire the creator who gave his life for the life of the world. Be impressed with the magnificence of Christ for he has served justice on the great building of Jerusalem, that temple that housed the false prophets. It began to crumble. Marvel the glory of Jesus Christ on the cross in this perfect epiphany of divine love for you. Admire and love Jesus who conquered sin, death, and the devil and will serve justice on all the enemies of God, all the friends of Satan. Your admiration belongs first to Jesus Christ with all your heart and with all your mind. Endure in this, and you will be saved. In the name of Jesus, amen.